0: you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I'm so thankful that Marley has nominated her veterinarian for which she is so thankful for Dr. Laura Weiss, who's joining me today. She's been nominated for a Game Changer Award. And Dr. Laura is here joining me to tell us a little bit more about how she practices and what makes her passionate and to talk a little bit about the amazing work she's doing as a proactive integrative veterinarian. So Dr. Laura, thank you for joining me and congratulations on your game changer award.
1: Uh, Thanks so much, Dr. Becker. It is such a pleasure to be here and to have clients like Marley who are absolutely amazing and take such amazing care of their fur babies. Um, I have been on a pretty long journey to get here i graduated from vet school almost 25 years ago and when i got out i thought i knew everything i thought i knew how to fix and cure just about anything that could walk in the door and some people come to it a little bit faster i was i was a little slow learner but it took me about 8 to 10 years to realize that Um, the tools that were in my hands were the same tools and they were, they were getting smaller and smaller, you know, there was antibiotics and steroids and other things that suppress symptoms of disease. And i would grown up knowing that this is what I wanted to do. You know, I, I read all creatures great and small, probably 50 times. And so that was my image of, of living a life that helped people and helped the animals that were in their lives. And Became a little bit discouraged, um, started the pathway to finding new alternatives through nutrition, which is where I think a lot of people begin. and learning that I had to walk the walk if I was going to talk the talk. So for my dog, started making home prepared meals, certainly using a lot of the information that you provide, Mm -hmm. Um, developed a library, read everything I could get my hands on. And, and found that they started thriving. I had a Bouvier that had a, a terrible um, skin condition, itchy skin, um, You know, couldn't, couldn't fix it with anything. And when we switched her to a fresh food, whole food diet that was home prepared, it went away. I know it's not that easy for, for all of the cases that we see, but it certainly opened up my eyes. Um, we, I, I went on from there to study um, Western herbs and began integrating those into my practice. But it wasn't really until about um, eight years ago or so that I found what I think is probably my life's passion, and that is homeopathy. And so I've been on a journey since that time, first seeing how it worked for a family member and then thinking, well, why can't I use this with pets too? Um, I took the pit caring course in veterinary homeopathy, uh, finished that in 2016. And um, my, my life's journey is always, and what can I do next? And so um, practiced almost exclusively um, homeopathy and nutrition. We have several vets in the practice I'm in. Some are completely conventional, but open-minded. Some use traditional Chinese medicine and chiropractic and acupuncture. So it's this beautiful blend and we all work well together. And every pet that walks in the door needs something a little bit different. And so when we have this toolbox that allows us to uniquely customize what's best for that pet and for its life situation, it allows us to provide a spectrum of care that is, is exactly what people are looking for. And everybody comes to us with um, different goals and 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 different places in their journey on how what they're ready and willing and able to do. So after I... I learned as much as I could about veterinary homeopathy, Um, went to all the conferences and all the continuing ed. I thought, well, there's there's still got to be more. (laughs) And so I'm three years right now into a four-year program studying human homeopathy as well, with the goal of having a practice eventually that people come in and I can treat everything with four legs and with two. Um, we've also started working recently with a wildlife rehabilitation group. Mm-hmm. And you, as you probably know, homeopathy works beautifully for ah. these creatures who have not been vaccinated and have not yes. had suppressive medical therapies. And so yes. it's, it's such a joy to see how quickly they respond and, yeah. and how powerful this modality can be. That's a beautiful, beautiful story. Mine was in the reverse. I,
0: for the first, Integrated modality I was ever made aware of at 14 was homeopathy. Oh, through I I became a wildlife rehab read that same year. And then I met a woman who had this, like actually Barbara Harvey, she had the she had a 90% success rate, and she's a legend, but she only used homeopathic medical care. So I just remember contacting her and saying, Barbara, you know, you have this amazing success rate. And every all, you know, the rest of us have a 30 to 40% success rate. What are you doing? And she's she she explained she was only treating injured orphan, you know, and poison damaged wildlife Mm -hmm. with homeopathy. And I didn't even know what homeopathy was, but she had this amazing success rate. So I actually apprenticed with her. I did an internship with her. And that is when I recognized that when wildlife are thriving and then they usually become injured because something you know, humans have done. Mm-hmm. If we just provide the tools for healing, they heal remarkably fast. So to this day, I only use exclusively homeopathy for treating wildlife, but what's cool about the practice you're in homeopathy is one of the most amazing forms of healing because it works on such a deep level, like the potential to cure is there. And that's not necessarily true of all modalities. Uh, But what's really cool is that you have, it looks to me like in your practice, you have something for everyone. So if they wanted to try Eastern herbs or Western herbs or Ayurvedic herbs or chiropractic acupuncture, all of those, all of those options are available. And what a beautiful place to practice that you can literally a la carte not what what we think is best for the animal what but what all of your patients in your practice are resonating with what a beautiful gift to your community that you literally have all of those options available for animals to have a functional healing
1: response what a gift oh thank you and i love that you use the word resonate because that really at at a deep level, is what's happening? What's yes. resonating with the animals that walk in the door? What's resonating with their people that walk in? And and sometimes we'll see as people enter, they know they want something different, mm-hmm. or they they've been through all the options. They've been to the specialists. We're sometimes, um, especially in the holistic part of the practice, you know, they well, what what's left? What can we do? We're the yeah. last resort and and we do see those amazing cures especially with yes. homeopathy we see inflammatory bowel disease cases that people thought you know we're going to have to be on some sort of immunosuppressives and special diets for the rest of their life healing you know we see those challenging skin cases healing are getting so much better that they don't need their medications anymore and and those are the tough cases. And yes. those are the ones that we see every day walking in. Yes. You know, our practice has become from over the 25 years that I've been practicing, it's transitioned really from a world in which we do a lot of acute care for infectious disease and trauma to just as our human counterparts do, treating chronic disease and diseases of immune dysfunction. And so Mm -hmm. when we have those, you know, those bodies that are not resonating the way that they should or that have imbalances, that's when these holistic tools can really shine. Amazing, and it's just so wonderful that your
0: toolbox is so diverse and you're practicing with respectful colleagues also during doing different forms of medicine that uh, you know that they uh, have been inspired to learn and master. What a great system. So I have to ask when you get up in the morning, what do you love most about your job or the work that
1: you're doing? That every day is different. <laughs> That's what I love most. I come to work every day and I, sometimes the pets aren't as happy to see me as I I am to see them, (laughs) but I get to have conversations with people who tell me, and and literally this happens every day. I wish that someone like you was taking care of my health Mm. and it's not magical. It's just listening to them and letting them tell the stories that Sometimes they haven't been allowed to tell in other practices, and pay attention to when I first got out of school or those first few years, we would we would be so dismissive of the details that people wanted to tell us and and focus only on what we called the, you know clinically relevant aspects of yes. their history. But it's those details that really help us to appreciate, and and to to understand the differences between one case of vomiting and another or how how this particular form of itchy dog is different from all other itchy dogs Mm -hmm. and so having those conversations with people and getting to know them at such a deep level is absolutely the best part of my job Mm. so
0: and what's wonderful and just to a little bit more, a shorter period of time, you will be able to literally treat the whole family, and what a beautiful gift to the families again, in your community, both two-legged, four-legged, and winged as well. Well, you know, and winged as well. as well. Yeah, it's really, really good. So you have um, obviously had this really emotionally satisfying career as a wellness veterinarian. Soon to start your career as a human practitioner, which is amazing. If you could tell the world one thing from up until now, this point in your life, from what you've learned and gleaned and evolved to be, what would it, what would it be?
1: I would tell people you always have choices. Mm. You always have options. Yes. So many people feel like they have to, because they're, they're scared for the pet, the health of their pet or they, they don't have the information in front of them, or they, they just feel nervous to ask the questions. I would tell them they always have choices and they need to listen to their heart and to their gut and to, if something doesn't feel right, know that it's okay to ask. And And keep asking those questions until you find a practitioner who says, I'm glad you asked that. Let's talk about your concerns or let's let's talk about that question, because the too many times, you know, we're in a hurry. We're rushed. We're trying to get to that next patient who needs our attention. And I have complete sympathy for our allopathic colleagues and for everyone who's who's out there, especially in these last couple of years, yes. trying to see all the pets who need care. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we need to pause for our own mental health mm-hmm. and, and to provide the best possible care that we can for everybody walking in the door. So you have choices, always ask questions. That's what I would tell people. That's really
0: that's really good advice. And it's just wonderful that um, Marley, one of many clients that you have that are so incredibly thankful that you have been committed to learning and growing as a doctor, but also then encompassing really whole health, the whole family's health and well-being as part of your mission. It's it's really beautiful. We're so thankful that she nominated you and congratulations again on your Game Changer Award. If people wanted to learn more about you or your practice, where would they go, Laura, to, to learn more?
1: They can go to com, and we we have um, Instagram accounts and Facebook and that's all linked in through there. And you can learn a little bit more about us and the work that we do here. Beautiful. But thank you so much for
0: taking time to tell us more about the great work that you're doing. We're
1: so appreciative. Thanks, Dr. Becker. It's been such a pleasure and such an honor. And thank you to Marley.